0: Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Crawley. This message is by Clive Urquhart. We are definitely in unprecedented times. God spoke to us at the beginning of last year, didn't he, during our prayer and fasting time, saying that that not just the church, but the nation was at the beginning of unprecedented times and days. And we're certainly living in that right now. Uh, but the great thing for us is they are not uncertain times. Maybe the world looks at what's going on and saying, everything is so uncertain, so being shaken. And, and because most of the world is, is based on shifting sand, there's nothing solid, nothing certain that uh, they're living and standing on. But for us, uh, even though we're in unprecedented times, we know that our lives are built on the rock of who Jesus is, on the foundation that He is Lord, that He is King. So we can be so assured in the middle of the challenges that are going on around us that our lives are in His hands and when our lives are in His hands, He's protecting us, He's our strong tower, He's our refuge, He's our armour and protection. And right at the beginning of this morning as we get into the Word, just want to read a few verses from Psalm 91. Now I'm sure, like in, in, uh, I've been doing over the last few days, just been praying Psalm 91 over my own life, my family and household, uh, over us as a church, but also over the nation. So I just want to read a few verses right at the beginning of, uh, of this message this morning. Psalm 91 verse 1 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. He will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Amen. If you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift up their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra and you will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble and I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? What an amazing set of promises that God gives us when we abide in Him, remain in Him, and we live in Him as His children. Just want to read uh, another verse, Ephesians 1, 19 to 21. hope you don't mind me just reading a bit of word right at the beginning because it's the word that gives us life. It's the word that is the foundation that we build our lives on. It's the word that gives us hope. It's the word that gives us strength. It's the word that releases faith in the midst of challenges. And right now, this is where our faith is proved genuine in the middle of uh, challenging circumstances but this is what it says in Ephesians 1 19 to 21 I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honour and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. And now he is exalted as first above every ruler, authority, government and realm of power in existence. He is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised not only in this age, but in the age that is to come. Let's just pray for a moment, shall we? Father, we thank you for your Lordship in our lives. We thank you for your rule and reign. We thank you that you are the almighty God. We thank you there is no name that is higher than yours. And so Jesus, we proclaim your name, the name of Jesus over our lives, over our families, over our homes and households, over our lives, over the church, across all the congregations right now. We just declare that you are Lord. We declare that over Horsham and Burgess Hill, Crawley and Worthing. We declare that over the 25 mile radius, over this nation and the nations, that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we praise your mighty, awesome name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You want to speak into our hearts and lives this morning. You want to encourage us in the middle of this moment that we continue to live as the people of God in the way that you've called us to, that we'd be salt and light, we would be hope. Uh, to people in this season. We thank you, Lord, that you enable us to make the most of every opportunity that comes up in these days and weeks and months, Father, to see not only our lives, our own lives transformed, but also many, many others in these coming days. We thank you, Jesus. Now I just want to read another few verses if that's okay because there's some things we're going to kind of just look at this morning that I hope encourage your faith and as we're going to be spending maybe a bit more time than we usually are in our homes, uh, I believe that like we spoke about last week, God's Lordship in the home, I think what a brilliant moment for that to land in a new and fresh way in our lives Uh, I believe it was uh, quite a prophetic thing that God got us to do last year, about six, eight months ago, looking at his lordship in our homes and the importance of the home going forward uh, in not just as the church, but in actually evangelising, reaching others and the whole kind of harvest that God is leading us into. So let's have a look at a few verses here. Luke 2 verse 14. This is when... Jesus was being born, the angels appeared and this is what they declared to the shepherds, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men on whom his favour rests. Isaiah 53, five says, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him and by his wounds, we are healed. Number six, 24 to 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace. Now, in those three scriptures we've just read, the, one of the common words between all of them is the word peace. And the, the, the Hebrew word for peace is shalom, and the uh, the meaning of shalom is total, abundant well-being. Complete wholeness, nothing missing, nothing lost, the way things are supposed to be or the way things are meant to be. In this season, so many people are in fear, so many people are living in the totally unknown, they don't know what's going to happen next and and everything else and... But yet, as the people of God, we can live in God's shalom. We can live in His peace, in His abundant well-being, not being blown about by every storm, every news report, everything that's going on around us. Because our lives are rooted and established in Him, we're standing on the rock of salvation. And in that place, we can, in our homes and our lives, we can give space and time to the Lord. Say, Father, we want to be Lord in our homes and lives in a fresh way. We want our homes and lives to be uh, to have that your shalom, your peace, your abundant well-being, complete wholeness coming upon us and in us and amongst us in a fresh way in our, in our homes. And many of us know that many homes need that at this moment and we can be salt and light in our streets, in our communities, in these coming days and, and weeks. What does it say in 1 Peter 2 verse 9? We want to just link a few things together here to remind us some things but also speak right into the now moment that we are living in. 1 Peter 2 9 says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. You know, one of the most powerful things we can do at the moment is to praise God, is to worship Him. You know, in the in the midst of challenge, in the midst of circumstances, when we praise Him, when we lift our heads, when we lift our hands, we're exalting Him over our lives. We're exalting Him over the circumstances, and that opens the door for God to come uh, in a in a fresh way. And so. Every one of us want his lordship in our homes in a fresh way. We want his shalom in our homes in a fresh way. And as we spoke about last year, and just to remind us in this moment that we are the doorkeepers. We're the one uh, who have the authority to determine what comes into our homes and what uh, does not come into our homes. And we want to be wise at the moment with so many of the news reports coming in. It, it's, it's, it's good to be up to date with what's happening, but... The danger of that is if we watch and feed too much on that, fear tries to come over us like waves. Fear tries to get us to think in the natural. Fear tries to get us to shrink back to say, well, you know, what's going to happen to me? What's going to happen to us? What does faith do? Faith enables us to be lifted up above and over the circumstances so that we see them from a different point of view, but also faith enables us to walk through the circumstances, not in fear, but in faith, in trust and in hope. Remember the Bible says, uh, when Paul wrote to Timothy, he said that God has not given you a spirit of fear, but he has given you the spirit of power, of love and of a sound mind. And so what does that mean? It means we have right thinking, we have a sound mind. That means our our thinking, our understanding, our peace in one sense is not changed or robbed by the circumstances, the facts and the news reports and what's going on. Because we have a sound mind, we can be in the midst of challenge. We can be in the midst of turmoil and still be peaceful, safe, secure. Mind's not going at 150 miles an hour. What's going to happen next? What's going to happen here? But we can be at rest because we have the mind of Christ. We have the way that God thinks. And that's why it's so important in these times to really get into the Word because the Word enables us to live in a stable way, not pushed around by this, that and the other. We're buffeted, but we're not moved. Because we're rooted in the word, which is stronger than the circumstances. In order to have a priesthood, you have a priest. What does a priest do? A priest is somebody that's been set apart by God, firstly to minister to him, but then also to create an environment for others to come and worship him and be ministered to. And so in our homes, as as, um, the doorkeepers or the gatekeepers of our homes, um, then we want to we want to make sure that we're really filling our lives and homes with worship, the presence of God and, uh, and we're spending time as families, households, if you do have people around uh, then we are spending time not just doing this that and the other but actually say, spending some time just exalting him, worshipping him saying Father we thank you for your Lordship, we thank you for your Shalom we want to make space for you to come and move amongst us in a fresh way So together, if we're priests in the home, we're then also a priesthood. As believers, as a body, we are a priesthood of believers. And then it talks about being a royal priesthood because we serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we're now part of God's kingdom where Jesus is Lord and he is King. Therefore, we're a royal because he's a king and we're a priesthood, ministering to him and ministering to one another. But also then ministering to those that don't know Jesus yet. And it's, it's going to be amazing over these coming weeks to hear of stories of, of how God has given us opportunities to, to love people, serve people, chat to people, even in amongst the, all the stuff. Obviously, the current guidelines are more for social distancing than they are for total lockdown in that sense. And so there's still space to, to, to be with people, to witness and, and all of that. Um, but we just need to be wise in how we do that and, and led by the Holy Spirit in everything that he is, is doing in us at this, at this moment. Why is it so important that we continue to cultivate God's shalom in our homes? Because maybe in your street, maybe your, your house, your home in your street is the only home that has the presence of God in it. Maybe it's the only home. Where it has believers in it. Maybe it's the only home that knows how to make space for God's shalom, his abundant well being, his goodness, nothing missing, nothing lost. Maybe your home is the only one who knows how to cultivate the presence of God. Man, what an opportunity for being salt of the earth and a light to the world and, and bringing God's presence into our streets and our and our neighbours and people that we might know. So let's just see how God wants to unfold that. And, and I'm sure you already, because I know we've already been hearing from different people in the church that have been uh, in communication with neighbours and people in their street and opportunities to serve and to shop for people and to get them things. All of that is, and I know lots of people just generally are doing that in the community. Um, But there's an added dimension to when we do that, it's called Jesus The life and the power, the love of who who he is working through us, touching people's lives So let's just see what God's going to do over these coming days Another aspect of why is the home so important at this moment and, and God's lordship in our lives As we're not necessarily meeting together on Sundays and in small groups and in different ways just at this moment in time Uh, Our family unit and households are, are really central, central place of what God's doing at this moment. We know that many pressures are on people's homes and lives. Things are fragmented in relationships and marriages and all of that. And, uh, and again, uh, God wants there to be that stability in us as the people of God, because we wanna live as prophetic people. We're not living driven. We're not living under the world system. We're living led by the Holy Spirit. And so maybe over these next few weeks, because many of us might have a bit more space and time in our lives than we normally do. We don't just wanna fill that space with just lots of activity. Maybe it's an opportunity to slow down a bit, take stock of some things. Uh, Maybe there's gonna be some opportunity to love, serve, give, bless others in a way that sometimes when we're running our lives at a certain pace and at a certain tempo, we either miss things or we haven't got time for things. Or maybe as the clock sort of just slows down a little bit, we're gonna have a bit more space and time and and let's allow God to fill that space and time with His activity, and not just filling it with other activity because we've got time to do it. So let's just make ourselves available for everything that God wants to do. Um, now, somebody in the in the Crawley congregation sent this the other day, and uh, it was uh, um, I think you call it an acronym. You know, when you when you use a word and then you break the words down and you have uh, a meaning for each. Uh, letter of the word and I know we're not in lockdown um, but um, you know the enemy wants to lock the nation down but we're not going to have lockdown in our nation amen that, uh, and, and I believe the prayers of the saints are enabling our nation not to be in lockdown. As we continue to pray and believe, uh, then we're not going to come into that as a nation, that we're going to see this thing lifted off as we continue to pray and believe over these coming weeks. But in the middle of this, they just had a, a bit of an acronym for, for lockdown, okay? Just to, and, and L represented in the midst of what's going on, let's listen to God's voice and reflect on what he's saying. Let go of anything we need to let go of, but then let God, let God lead our lives. O was let's obey his word and whatever he's teaching us at this time. Let's put it into action. C was call on Jesus's name and be calm. So let's make Jesus the focus, let's worship him, let's call on his name and let's be calm because we have his peace, his shalom in us. K was know what is the purpose of all of this. So as God speaks to you, he's going to show you how you need to live in the midst of the the potential challenge that is around us. D was dwell in his presence, worshipping, do not panic. There is no panic in the kingdom of God. And because we are kingdom people, we don't have to have panic in our lives. So dwell in his presence and do not panic. O is offer up prayers and petitions. Let's offer up prayers and petitions. Let's intercede. Let's continue praying for everyone's safety, for the slowing down and the disappearance of this virus. Uh, let's offer up prayers for God to move in an increasing manner in the days that we're in. W is wait, wait on the Lord and be patient. And this too, the scenario, shall pass. Let's wait on the Lord. Let's, our faith and our trust in him. So we're not moved by what's going on in the world, but we are moved by what God is saying and doing in us and our response to that. And finally, the letter N was nurture personal relationship with him. Wow, we've got great opportunity where we might not be quite as busy as we normally are. We've got some time to nurture, cultivate that personal relationship with, uh, with God. So I love that, that little um, and an acronym and just some of the meanings somebody had when they were praying the other day. So thanks so much for sharing that with us. Let's believe God for health, wholeness, peace, His shalom in our homes and households with our friends and neighbours, work colleagues, people that we know, our towns, our communities, the region, the nation. So we can live at peace because we have the one who is peace on the inside of us. So we're just going to pray and take a few minutes just to exalt the Lord over our lives, exalt the Lord over who we are as a church. Let's just continue to really cultivate the presence of God in our homes and lives. Let's take time in these coming days and weeks to get around the table, eat together in your households, have communion together, break bread together, spend time praying together, use this time to cultivate the presence of God, His habitation, His shalom in our homes. Um, Explain to your children uh, a bit more, what is communion? What does the bread mean? What does the, the wine or the juice mean in terms of His blood being shed for us and His body being given for us? Uh, you can find different references in, in the Gospels and then in, in Corinthians where, where, where communion is taken and, and the words that are used in there to help us understand what is communion, why do we have communion. The early church, they were devoted to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, the sharing of life, to prayer and the breaking of bread. And they met in their homes and did that daily. Encourage you during this time that when you have communion, you're thanking Jesus for the power of his blood that is at work in us, that his blood is our, our protection, his blood forgives us, his blood uh, uh, keeps us from the, the tactics of the enemy. So, we're, we're just thanking for his protection and the power of his blood working our lives. So, maybe share communion, maybe uh, parents pray for your children, maybe lay hands on them, speak. Uh, the uh, the priestly blessing from Numbers 6, 24 to 26 that we read earlier in this message. Maybe you can download the song off YouTube, The Blessing, uh, the, that we played recently, uh, certainly in Horsham, but we played, and, and uh, it's called "The Blessing" by Carrie Job and some other guys at uh, Elevation Church. Download it's about 12 minutes long, but it's brilliant declaration of that. Over it's so powerful. The first few times I heard it, I just spent I spent more time crying. I think, and uh, but I'm listening to that every day as part of my declaration of God's blessing, God's goodness, God's abundance over myself, my marriage, my family, my household, the church, and who we are so encourage you maybe download and use that as well parents pray for your children speak blessing over them children pray for your mum and dad maybe pray for your your parents and lay hands on them and see what God wants to say through your lives maybe as you give God some space he's going to speak to you in your home and together as he speaks to you that's going to maybe give you some faith projects maybe he's going to put on your heart this family down the road or the people next door or whatever it might be and praying for them or how you can bless them and serve them and meet some needs. I don't know. Maybe then as a family, you're together, you're reaching out to people that are around your life. So let's let's see what God's going to do when we get around the table. Let's eat together, have communion. You don't have to turn it into a meeting, a service and all of that, but just break bread, talk about Jesus, who he is and what's going on and everything else. And how do we live close to him in the challenges that we're living in at this moment? So let's... Uh, Let's uh, just just pray, shall we, and talk to the Lord for a couple of minutes. Father, we thank you for the power of your word. We thank you for the, the assurance and the certainty of your word in our lives. We thank you that we don't have to be shaken by the current circumstances because you're not shaken, Father. And because our lives are in you and you're in us, we can live in a place of shalom. And so, Father, right now in our homes as well as Your Lordship, as we surrender to You afresh in our homes and lives. Our homes are Yours, our lives are Yours, everything we have is Yours. As we surrender to You afresh this morning, we thank You, Father, for Your Shalom. Maybe whatever you're doing now, maybe just hold your hands out or lift your hands in the air for a moment and just say, Father, we thank You right now. Father, thank You for Your Shalom, Your abundant goodness, Your abundant well-being nothing missing in our home, nothing lost. We thank you, Lord, health, wholeness, peace, your shalom. We thank you, Jesus, right now. Father I thank you for your healing power in anybody that needs to receive from you right now Your healing grace in people's limbs, in their their, uh, digestive system right now Father I thank you for your healing grace right now I thank you for skin disorders being healed I thank you for migraines going, the power of those things being broken right now Father I thank you for your healing release as your shalom comes upon us afresh right now I thank you for your presence, your tangible presence, meeting with people people right now. We just command healing in the name of Jesus. Be healed right now, wherever you are. Just receive your healing. Be healed right now. Be free from those symptoms. Be free from those aches and pains. We just command diagnosis that's being given to change right now to total health and healing and wholeness. Father, we thank you right now. We praise your awesome name. We thank you, Jesus. We praise your name. You can continue after we, we, the message finishes in a moment, you continue praying together, worshipping together. Maybe have a time of prayer. Maybe you pray for one another now. See what God wants to do amongst you in your home and in your family. So be blessed. Mother's Day today. Mums, be blessed. Kids, bless your mum today. Do the washing up, do the clearing up, do the tidying up and help her to put her feet up and have a great day today. And so mums be blessed, grandmas be blessed and uh, we thank you for who you are and we just speak God's goodness over your life too today. Okay guys, have an awesome day, have an amazing week. We'll be in touch with you as the week goes on and uh, have a blessed, blessed week.